What up? This is Yomo, the legendary West Coast connector. Mr. Six Degrees of West Coast Separation. You name them, I'm connected in six moves. And you are now tuned in to Quality Control. Hey, yo, today we had a very special guest, a good friend of mine, cut from the same cloth, but a little later in the game. We here at 3013 Lab, Music and Media Group, right? That's it. My man, DJ Rick One, DJed all over the world with Blood of Abraham, Black Eyed Peas, Crazy Town. Yo, man, give him the story. What's up? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. For sure. Um, so start from the beginning. I'll start from the beginning of... Las Vegas, right? Well, yeah. Um, I was born in the Philippines. Okay. Um, my dad... Shout out to the Philippines. Shout Got out. All that shit that's going on right P. now, too. Um, my dad moved us to Glendale, right. California, when I was five. Right. Um, from there... You know, we lived probably for like two years, and then I moved over to Vegas. Uh, grew up in Vegas, went to school there, graduated. Uh -huh. um, but in that time, like I, I was already into music. Um, like 13, 14, I was already collecting vinyl. Right, right. And, uh, um, you know, grew up there, whatnot. Mozik. We both know for Blood Abraham, um, yeah. right? Um, I back then he was David, to right? Us, right. You know, little shout David, out Mozzie, little David. Um, anyway, um, we grew up. Time went by. I got a job. I worked at Caesar's Palace for eleven years. Uh -huh. um, Mozik moved away. Um, he moved to California and moved to LA, and met Ben. They became Blood of Abraham. Right. Signed to Eric and right. Ruthless, um, and then. Just one day, like out of the blue, like years had went by, years had went by. They put out one album and then they were working on the second album. Uh, Idolatry. Idolatry. Right. And Moz hit me up and was like, yo, Rick, you want a DJ for us? Because of the other DJs, I won't mention any names, mm -hmm. um, didn't work out. Right. But like, so, so was you on like the wheels of steels? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. So. It was all vinyl right then, right. you know, and, and I mean, before I even moved, like I was DJing, I, I learned from um, DJ ROB, what's up, Rob? Um, he taught me how to basically blend and right. took me under his wing and I was DJing like at the Troubadour and I was like 15 years old. Oh, word. You know? okay. So I yeah. started young. Yeah. And um, I actually played the Troubadour too. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, when... When um, I moved out here is like basically when when things started happening, you know, um, I just picked like one day Mazik hit me up. He was like, yo, we need a DJ. You down? I was like, hell yeah, I'm down. So I just basically I, I did a no call, no show, quit my job, just bounced, um, came out here, got a passport and then the tour started. Wow. So, wow. you okay. know, um, and from that, like. You know, we were on tour, went on tour, came back. Um, and then that's like when I met, you know, or not met because I already knew them before. Like I knew Will before beforehand. Right. Um, this is when, you know, when when Future Prophets was out with. Uh, that's a, Blood Abraham's first album. Correct. You know, I was on that album, right? Yeah. I did uh, Stick to Your Own Kind. Oh, OK. Yeah. Stick yeah, to yeah. your Stick to Your Kind. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a dope record. Um, so anyway, uh 
Black Eyed Peas were at Band Clan then. Yeah, we're one next to the Band Clan. Yeah, yeah, they weren't. You know, they weren't Black Eyed Peas. Peas right. I think his his publishing was Black Eyed Peas right. music or something like right. that. I don't know. It's but so, anyway, let me tell you what's so funny because I've done a couple of these interviews, you know, and talked about Will and stuff. It's so trippy to get the different versions of Will from like different people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got I got like from Terry Heller. Yeah, I got nice. from uh, Dante. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they're they're you know those guys are family. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, uh, where was I? Where was I? Um, Mazda called you from Vegas. Yeah. So we moved out. You know, moved out here. Just got all my shit. Got uh-huh. my vinyl and just bounced. And then when we got back, um. You know, is when like literally, you know, I Black Eyed Peas were working on an album, and I was at the studio like every freaking day, dude. right? Just like a fly on the wall type thing, right? So, um, and then I met Polo, of course, right? You know, and, and and became cool with them, and basically, me moving out here, like I had no family, right? So Polo was like, "Yo, Rick, like we're your family." You know, right. ride with us and, right. you know, we'll take care of you. Right. So anyway, Polo put me up on game. Um, he was the first one to give me a shot at DJing out here in L.A. Oh, OK. Uh, and I was, Shout out to Polo. Polo, what's up? So I was DJing the B-Boy Summits. Right. That him and Asia used to do. They used to put together. They're like basically the biggest break dance competitions here in L.A. Right, right. Um, and besides freestyle sessions which Cross was doing with Polo as well. Right. But um, yeah, B-Boy Summit, I would bring my vinyl, I would play. It was a cool thing. Um, you know, from there, like, I just started, like, DJing everywhere then. You know, I had residencies in Vegas. Oh, wow. Okay. So I was basically, like, flying back and forth um, from, from L.A. to Vegas. Worldwide. Oh, yeah. gotcha. And then, uh, you know, I had residencies at Treasure Island, Paris, Oh, wow. Mandalay Bay. And then Vegas also had, like, these clubs that were off the strip. Uh-huh. And I was DJing there as well. Now, you know, Vegas is real big with the EDM. Is that what you were doing? Yeah, no. Back you was then, doing hip-hop, Back right? then, it wasn't EDM. It wasn't EDM back then. It wasn't EDM right, back then. Right. This is, like, way before. You know, sure, like, sure. Um, the 90s, early 2000s. Right, right. And then, you know, I basically, when EDM started making its way, um, I stopped like you know DJing just because of the simple fact that EDM music is all the same tempo pretty much and there's nothing what's to that 130 yeah 128 130 yeah, yeah right. 132 right so there's really nothing to you know DJing that stuff right so that's how I felt right um, you know I have friends right now they're like the biggest DJs in the world and they're still rocking that shit you right know? Playing Vegas and shit. We're probably playing all yeah, over the world. Yeah, yeah, all over the right? world doing festivals and stuff like that. But for me, I wasn't into it. So I just like veered away right. and then started, you know, like producing and doing all this other stuff. And right. Just learning. Um, but, you know, I also had um, residencies here in LA as well. So, um, like at Garden of Eden and Highlands for a very long time. But let me ask you this because I, you know, I don't really know much about the whole DJ scene. I'm gonna keep it real. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you had all these residency shit, but like, like, so you were just making like a lot of money. I, I, I mean, I mean you were doing at, at you the were doing time. Yeah, I was. You know, I was DJing like 
close to five nights a week. Oh, okay. So it's like a job. That's yeah. Like a regular, it's like a yeah, yeah. Monday through Friday yeah. type shit. Yeah. Okay. But when you, you know, you're doing something that you love. You love, it's, it's not work. It's not work. Right, right, you know, right, it's, right. It's like you, if you have passion for something and you, you get paid doing what you, you like to do. Right. Then it's not really a job. I didn't look at it that way. Right. Um, but of course, you know, along with that, you have to search for vinyl you have to go here you got to go there you got to dig mm-hmm. you know um was it, was it crazy for you like when you know motherfuckers really wasn't djing with vinyl no more they, it all went to the computer did that well that, did that freak you out you know what i'm saying well yeah i mean i thought that you know when the like of course you know we're in a day and age where technology is like basically taking over everything mm-hmm. but when when serato first came around like i was like uh no i'm cool right you, you were purist and you i had like a turntable yeah, i had right. like you know twenty thousand twenty five thousand pieces of vinyl you do i did okay yeah this is before i got rid of it okay but, um yeah it's a lot of fucking records, you know man. that it was like Back then, if you didn't have vinyl, you couldn't play out. Right. So you had to have the rock, the classic rock. You had to have, you know, like the um, Under Pressure by Queen. Queen. You had yeah. to have, you know, Leonard Skinner. And and they didn't have 12 inches then, so you would actually have the full vinyl. Yeah, full LP. the full album. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, um, but yeah, when it started going towards that, I was like, at first, I was like, ah, no, nah, I'm cool. Uh-huh. And I would still be like, you know, traveling with um, six record bags. Wow. That's yeah. heavy. Yeah. That's heavy. And then, you know, I think the first time I ever seen that that program being used uh-huh. was by a DJ. Um, his name's Warren Peace out of Vegas. Uh-huh. And I seen him use that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even on a Mac. He had a PC at the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. That's trippy. But he was rocking it. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it is easier. And then, uh-huh. you know, over time, I basically digitized all my records. And then, you know, it's like slowly, you know, started like selling them here and there, here and there. So you still got all 25,000, but they've all been digitized. Are they like in your computer? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Man, oh I have, man. I have actually more music than that. I have like two two uh three terabyte drives of just music wow wow so, so you got to go all around the world dj anyway yeah i mean not doing the edm thing like you like your friends but you i mean know, we traveling with the peace yeah we can with, we can go back we can go back to like where like it really really started for me mm-hmm. was okay um b-boy summit of course mm-hmm. that opened the door to something else and mm-hmm. then that something else opened the door to you know like me because i was like DJing a lot and I was in the studio a lot and you know Will like they were working on Elephant and basically one day this is the story behind a song called Hey Mama Um, so I was getting service still like record pools or whatnot Mm -hmm. and I had just gotten the the record um, called Get Busy by Sean Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember Shake that thing, Miss Yeah. So I got that, and me and Motivate were at the Stucha, and we're in Motivate's studio, which was the first room to the right, and we're we're just flipping through records because I had just gotten a bundle of you know a stack of records. So I, I went over and we we're just listening to music, and Will came in, mm-hmm. and I was playing that. He was like, "Yo, what is that?" and I was like, oh, it's called Get Busy by Sean Paul. It's a new album that I just got. So he's like, play that for a second. 
So I played him a little bit of it. He's like, all right, I'll see you guys later. I'll be back. Like, mm-hmm. And he went down the hall, made that left turn into his room. And made Hey Mama. Sat in there for about, <laughs> I don't know, maybe an hour and a half to two hours. Uh-huh. And then he hits me. He's like, yo, Rick, come here. So I go back there and here here it is, the skeleton of it, right? Right. So I'm like, yo, that shit is dope, right? And it was just him on it, no one else. Right. And um, the skeleton was there and I was like, yo, do this, add this stuff to it and let me take it tonight. Right. And play it at Garden of Eden in Hollywood. Right. Because I had a residency. It was like Friday night or something. It was like Asian night or some shit. Mm -hmm. And so he did that. He bounced it out gave it to me i put it on disc got my cd player my little fucking jack to plug into the mixer Mm -hmm. and i dropped that shit like it it was like i don't know 1 a.m or whatever and i did like an exclusive drop i was like yo let me know how y'all feel about this yada yada you know right this is like some new bep shit it's exclusive it's not out yet i mean will let me play it you know right and the fucking club just went bananas they went went ape shit dude that's what's up so um, that night when I got done, I went back there and, you know, Will worked like mm-hmm. constantly. He never, he never really yeah. went home. Um, uh, but I got back and I told him, yo, you need to finish this record. dude. Right. You need to finish it like the, the club loved it. They just went fucking crazy. So the next day he called the guys over and, I mean, you know, pretty much the rest of his. Yeah. So, right. that was a, you know, I was a big, big um, record for them. Right, but that's that's you know how how that song came about, and, um, and that's kind of how you hooked up with them. Yeah, and, and I yeah, I mean you know um, Will and Dante, like you know we were like I was there every day basically mm-hmm. every day. I made it a thing to be there just mm-hmm. so I could learn and you know see how shit. And then you know I'm like, dude, I could I could create music for artists as well. Right, and that's what I started doing. So you started yeah. making, music. I started making yeah, creating beats and you know, right, putting stuff together and arranging and stuff like that right um but uh give us tour stories uh like what's the wild like what's the wildest thing that happened well i mean any of tours i'm saying whether it be with crazy town right right uh uh, blood abraham yeah black eyed they um i mean there's so many stories dude it's like I mean, I mean, they're all they're all fun and and great. I mean, there's some stuff I can't share. Sure, of course. Um, but what happens uh, in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, there was a. I, let's just say there were a lot of fun times. Um, you know, now for me now, like touring is out of the question. I'm done with that. Uh, I would rather just be in the studio and go home. And, you, yeah, your wife and kids that's every it, night. Man. Yeah, that's you what's know, up. Um, I feel like it. You know, since I got to this age. It's like, you know, time is, time is, is precious, man. Right. And, you know, the last, um, you know, me being out with Crazy Town was like the last touring I had ever done. Uh-huh. And, um. Yeah, I tour managed for them guys, man. In, yeah. In 2015. Yeah. In Mexico dates. Yeah, no, yeah. they, they had, I, I believe like I was called at that time. Uh-huh. But, um. I don't know what happened, but I remember you being a part of that. Uh-huh. And and then after that, they really hit me up and they were really like, like, Brett was like, yo, you know, you want to come? You know, we, we really want you on this. We need, you know, we need to do it this way now. Right. Or something like that. So anyway, I got pulled in for like almost three years of, of doing that. Of doing you know? that, yeah. So, 
Um, it was cool. It was fun while it lasted. Um, you know, just there's things that go that come along with being on tour uh -huh. that you know that aren't fun. <laughs> and um, yeah. you know, I, I'm not I'm not going to point any fingers, but you know. Um, it, you know, it's, it's just not for me these days. Right, right, right. And let me ask you this, you know, being that this is like a, a West Coast kind of podcast, I don't know much about Vegas like back in the day. Like, 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 was y'all rocking with us or, or you know? Um, yeah, man, are you kidding, dude? Fuck, like, even to this day, I mean, I remember when I was, because I was in a record pool at a young age. Right. You know, 13, 14. I was like, you know, one of the few DJs um, in in Vegas that, that was belonged to a record pool, being my age. Uh -huh. Everyone was always older. Like, you know, who I learned under was older than I was. Right. But I was a young one, and like all my friends, like heard music through me. Oh, you, you know? was that. You was that dude. Yeah. Okay. So in high so, school, like you had all the dope music. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. And it's like when you're that young and you're a DJ in Vegas, like, you know, everyone. So basically right. this, I was still in high school. Right. And my friends were fighting each other. Right. You know what I mean? They would fight each other because one dude went to this school. The other dude went to this school and they would always fight. But we would, there was always a place where we would come and listen to the same music. And, you know, like music is like really what kind of, you know, like brought everybody together, especially in Vegas, because there's nothing to do there. It's the desert, my friend. But but being West Coast, like, yeah, dude, I remember when I got fucking Toddy T, the Bataram. Oh, my God. Dude, like right. Rodney O and Joe, Joe Cooley, Cooley. Um, you know, and of course, DOC and then, you know, the NWA records. And there was Ice T with Six in the Morning. Yeah. Like, I know all that shit. Right. Man. So, and right. I had all this dog in the wax, like on vinyl. Right. You know? Right. Um, but yeah, I pretty much, I pretty much was down with the West Coast sound. And right. I was here and I was a, t you know, I'm not, I'm probably maybe only a year older than you. Um, so, you know, we, we're in the same peer group. Man, I remember when that song came out, it was like, they're coming. They're, they're coming. coming. No, it's here. It's here. And what's yeah. crazy is that, like, all we had as far as hip hop, you know, hip hop was fledgling at that time. So all we had was, like, the, the, the New York sound. Right. right. Now, of course, NWA is who gave LA its identity. And now we don't really have to kind of look up to the New York guys anymore because we got our own thing. Yeah. But Bataram, what was so different about Bataram being pre-NWA was that, man, it had like the sound of that car in the background. And mm -hmm. like New York rap just wasn't like that. It was yeah. like more like LL Cool J and, mm -hmm. and Run DMC. Beastie Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I remember, I remember that like, like if it was yesterday, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Great times, fun times. And, you know, um, just the experience just, like overall, like growing up in Vegas, um, man, we used to, all we would do there, like, honestly, there was um, DJ Rob and, and DJ Frankie, they had a night at uh, this place called That's Entertainment. Uh -huh. And man, we used to go there. We're like 14, 13, 14, 15. And 
You know, it was like a break dancing club or dance right, club. And, right. You know, there was always like the older people that were older than us. Right. But we were like the young ones there. And it was it was a cool thing, man, being able to go to a club at that age. I know, right? And, and like I was DJing there, too. Wow. You know, at so, that young age? Yeah, like that? yeah. It was fun, man. That was crazy. Was, I mean, I just started clubbing since I was like 19. Bro. Yeah. It was it was a it was an all age club that they had. Um, it was basically like okay. in a warehouse. Yeah. Um, off of like I, I want to say Spring Mountain and Flamingo or something like that. Okay, I mean, I don't like know. What saying, yeah, but yeah. But um, yeah, man, great times. Dude. Great times. I mean, Vegas is cool. My family's there, but honestly, like once I moved, like I did not want to go back. You know, it's kind of hard to leave LA, man. Yeah, I mean, unless you get into like some serious trouble, and you kind of got to get out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I live in Santa Monica, and there's like, I say that there's a difference between LA and Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. I well, mean, overall, it's all Los Angeles. That's what I mean. But, like, you know, but, it's not Vegas. Yeah, being like where where you know I I now live, mm-hmm. um, just the energy because uh-huh. we're by the water. Well, yeah, and, and the energy is like just amazing. You know, it's all yeah. positive, and you know, our neighborhood. You just see, you know, strollers with babies and moms and dogs and. People jogging, people riding their bikes, saying yeah. hello to each other. You live in a nice, know. positive life. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell you what, though, that water in Santa Monica is not like the water in Hanalei Bay. Oh, of course not. Hell, Yo, no. we, was, we was just in, we was just in Hawaii. Yeah, man. At uh, Ben Yachts, uh for Blood Abraham, his wedding, and uh, we hooked up just barbecuing. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, it was, the water there is amazing. I mean, we love. Hawaii. We didn't go night swimming, but we went out to to the and put our feet in put the water. Put our feet in the yeah. water. Yeah, it was cool. Your wife, yeah. my wife. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it was, it was uh, definitely you know a great time. Yeah, but we're actually planning to go back next year with all the kids this time. Oh well, let me know because we're going too. Oh, now, okay. Are you guys going to do St. Regis? Um, we don't know yet. We don't know. We Airbnb. Might, we might do the Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah. 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 You can't do the St. Regis, man. I, You know, after hearing how much he spent opposed to what we spent. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. like night and day. Right. Right. Know? So. So, okay. So talk to me about, um, about DJing for Blood Abraham. Man. How was that? It was, it was You cool. got a passport and then you just I mean, went to. Yeah. And then we just bounced and, you know. Uh, first shows were with Public Enemy, which was pretty fucking crazy, because I was a huge fan of them too. I mean, dude, you grew yeah. up during that time. Yeah. I mean, like I'm pretty sure the first time you heard "Don't Believe the Hype." Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was um, an amazing experience, man. And you know, being able to, you know, see the world through touring and uh-huh. you know, meeting, you know, uh, awesome people along the way, creative people along the way, man. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade my life for for anything. So know? definitely, it was and it was the experience. It was the right move for you to just pack up. Yeah, yeah. Leave, I mean, because... I was already, I worked at Caesar's Palace, man. It was like my eleventh year, uh-huh. and I just needed a change. And right. the opportunity was there, and you know, music was my passion. Right. So, I just. Dude, I just got my shit. Didn't say bye to no one. And just, man, you just ghost out. Huh? Just left, dude. Just left and never looked back. So tell me about these beats you're making, man. I mean, was it what you doing? Everything? So, pop, yeah, pop? right. I mean, right now, 
um, you know, we, we, we do pop. We you do, got any famous artists that you've, uh, you know, that, that, that my viewers and listeners out there? Would, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've worked on, you know, records with, uh, like, recently, um, Zendaya. Oh, okay. She's, she's a big, you know, she was a Disney kid. Yeah. Became a pop star now, and, you know, um, she's doing her thing. Um, right now, I, I mean, really, like, 3013, what we're about is, like, we're taking artists, developing them, and then, you know, shopping what some kind of deal for them. Mm -hmm. um, right now, we're working with this 12-year-old. Her name is Bella Cosgrove. She's the daughter. I think I've heard that name before. Well, she's the daughter of, you've heard Miranda Cosgrove. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but Bella, she's the daughter of um, the drummer for Alien Ant Farm. Oh, okay. And her name's Mike. And, you know, we're good friends. And I heard her sing one day. And I was like, dude, this girl's got an amazing voice. So, and she's been in choir and everything. So she knows, like, you know, um, octaves and harmonies and all for, that so it's for being such for being, a young girl yeah, right that's 13 that's, she just, that's amazing she just turned 13 uh -huh. so we're working with her um and you know we're bringing in a writer from from canada that we work with and uh -huh. we're just like getting her stuff together and you know next year we're gonna take her over to disney records and um you know push push for a deal for her well i think um you can never go wrong with uh kids stuff you know like kids movies like those movies always make money yeah and just... i mean you know i've worked on, on kids albums before um and i even i mean do you remember the song um that will put out called it's a new day when when president obama yes it's a new day yes yes so basically um i was in the studio um where was i i was at i think i was working at american mm -hmm. um and I had this idea and I told I told Poet about it and I was like, dude, we need to get kids on Will's song, It's a New Day, and have kids chanting, It's a new day, right. it's a new day. So we did that. And then this is when like Will was starting this thing called Dip Dive. It was like a, a site that he had called Dip Dive. Okay. So basically they they took and they did a video strictly for Dip Dive mm -hmm. for It's a New Day with kids. Right. Like it was pretty, pretty, pretty cool shit. Right. Um, at the time, you know. Yeah. And uh, he loved it. And, you know, um, his creative people loved it. And, you know, Eddie Axley, I think he's the one who who was behind the video and the, the vision of it. With Eddie? Eddie. Over at Eddie. I Am? Axley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out so, to Eddie. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, it was it was cool. You know, it was cool. I, working with kids is, you know, kind of have to be careful in a sense because of the age thing, and you can't have them in the studio for a very long time. And you know, there's there's it's just, ways. just child child labor laws. I, yeah, I guess. exactly. And yeah. that and that applies so, to everything, right? Guess, and the way you like... talk, and you know, you just got to be more patient. And yeah, because you, know, you can get in trouble. Well, their parents but, are in the room too, right? Um, sometimes, sometimes they'll step out or whatnot, uh -huh. but you gotta yeah, be very soft. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, uh -huh. the parents just hang out like in the lobby and you, you know? seem perfect for that because you're, you are very soft spoken. You, you seem like you kind of hold everything because <laughs> you know, you're not, yeah. you're not very, you know, yeah, out there like that. And, 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 and that's cool, man. That's well, cool. you know, having kids also, man, you mm -hmm. know, um, 
for me, family's everything. Right. So, um, you know, I, I pretty much when it is like a, you know, me working with someone underage, you right. know, I, I, I get it. You know, right. I get it. I, I would speak to them the way I would speak to, to your, my kids. Your kids. You know, so, right. Right. But, so you say the biggest person that you've, well, that I guess my people would know uh, would be Zendaya. Well, and you got something. Yeah. To I mean, you know, DJ Snake Record was, uh, you know, he's big too now. Um, oh, yeah. DJ Snake. Yeah. You know, yeah. We mixed that record. Um, he did that. It, he did that uh, Turned Down for with Lil John, right? Yeah. Turned Down for what? Yeah. He was actually the track. And, right. And right. was um, featured on, on the record. Right. So. But, um, yeah, I mean, we have a lot of cool stuff coming out, man. Right now, um, Mike Rebel's a new artist that, uh -huh. you know, I just, um, he, he, he basically put his project in my lap. That's what's and, up. Um, is he a West Coast artist? He is. He's from L.A. Um, he lives at both, lives in Hawaii and L.A. Does he live in, in Kauai? Yes. And I ran into oh, him. Oh, yeah. You told, you told me that. Yeah, That's I right. Ran into him. Yeah. Out of all the places I ran into him there. Yeah. And he was like, yo, the, the way the universe is working, you know, like, so he brought me in and basically just dropped off the drive with all his stuff. Uh -huh. um, I really believe in his project. You know, he has, man, he has an A team, like, of, of people that work with him. You know, I heard some of the stuff he was playing for, for, for that other guy, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's some hot shit. So, that's I mean, definitely some you know, hot shit. Um, everybody be on the lookout for him. Uh, Mike Rebel. Shout out to Mike Rebel. He's coming out and, um, you know, they're working on the first video now, uh -huh. uh, which is going to be all animation and it's featuring French Montana. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. So it's going to. And you, know, you working on that record or? Yeah. You I'm actually, on that record? No, I did not work on the record, um, but I am a part of the, the team now. Oh, and, that's what's up. Know, we're really excited. And, you know, I'm just calling in, of course, you know, the people I know mm -hmm. um, personally. Right. Like at the labels and whatnot and just right. calling in meetings and, you know, having them listen to it because I feel like, you know, uh, it, it has something to offer for sure. Right. Now, let me ask you this. How do you feel about the state of the record business? Like, bro, I mean, like, really, nobody's selling records. No, unless you're no. Kendrick no. Lamar. Like, these kids right. are making money doing shows. Well, we all know it, it all depends, man. It all depends on your following and your, your uh, you know, internet presence. And um, you can be an independent artist and make fucking a shit ton of money. Yes, yeah, yeah, touring. You know? I, I, yeah. But that, but I'm saying, like, um, I guess streaming, you you know, yeah, you can count we, that now. We know, yeah, no one really buys records, records anymore. anymore. Yeah, so, so it's like, it's like calling in favors at record companies. Like, explain that to me. How well, the favor, like... You don't really call in favors. I mean, you just call, you know, hopefully. Okay, this is the thing. So with Mike's project, right. um, we had a meeting the other day and he basically was like, fuck it, I'll sign a deal for this one. Right. But I'll only sign a one album deal. Right. You know, basically to get the machine behind him. Right. So he can, they can get him out there. No 360 deals, though. No, not at all, okay. dude. No, no, hell yeah. no. Nothing, nothing like that. Yeah. So he was like, yo, man, I'll, I'll sign a, you know, I'll sign a, um, a one album deal. Have them, you know, put up the money or whatnot. Right. If, if they love the album that much. Right. And, you know, it'll just be like a throwaway, you know, and then see what happens later. Right. But, you know, we all know that, like now... The way it is, if you have money behind you, you're going to be known. Well, it takes money to make money. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, 
um, that's where we're at with it. And, you know, yeah, the music industry is not the same it was as it was, right. you know, um, back in the day. Right. You know, I was having this conversation with Alex Cantrell. Um, he's like a big R&B you know, pop producers that I've worked with as well. Mm -hmm. And um, we were having a conversation like, yo, man, yeah, like back then, you know, 15 years ago, the record labels would pay for your meals. Not Not now. Not now. Not now. um, It's like, just getting where you fit in, I guess. So how is that though? Like, you know, dealing with these companies that won't even pay for your meals now. Like how, how is that for you? I mean, I pay for my own shit. I'm gonna be honest. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> you but know, like, um, is, it, is it was is it weird for you like that? Uh, you know no, not saying? really. I mean, you you, uh, you know you adapt to the times and right. you just keep on pushing through, right? You know, and, and find other ways to make money, right? Right. You know. Yeah, for all you youngsters out there, you know, grind hard, but just know that like the answer is not in a record deal. Do your own thing. Be independent. Yeah. And you can make some money, right? Yeah, you can. Right. I mean, there's there's cats out that are out right now that are independent that are like like large, you know. Tech Nine. I mean, he's been around forever, but like you know, he he sells T-shirts, bro. Yeah. Like his merchandising yeah. is off the chain. Yeah. Tech Nine got a um a, a, a really great independent strategy. And, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and he's been he's been doing it for a long time, so you got to. You know, give him kudos. Man. Yeah. So, have you ever worked with any hip hop artists besides BP and Blood Abraham, like on some, I don't know, like some trap shit, or um, or or you look too Santa Monica and clean cut for that? Nah. Uh, I don't jog it with baby strollers and walking yeah, dogs. Yeah, no, no, I don't. I don't jog, as you can see. I don't <laughs> jog. Um, there are um, some some hip hop artists I've been in the studio with. Uh, you know, I I, um, well, I think you played me one with Mike Rebel. Tiger was on it, right? Yeah, Tiger is on that. On yeah. that, um, you know, like I said, he has a whole like a a list of you know features. Um, you know, Nelly, uh, Swiss, um, uh, who else? Who else is it? T Pain, um, Tiger, Gucci Mane. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, Gucci. Yeah. Wow. That's funny because he says that. Well, that's what he says on every record. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's his little signature, you know. Right. Thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, shit. Uh, I don't know what other artists like. I don't know. You gotta just go look at that bio, man. All you all over you all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Right now, I mean, you know, I'm just doing my thing, man. Happy. I've never. You know, for the record, I've never begged anybody to get on. I've never like, you know, like if you if you like my shit, holler at me. If not, it's right. all good, man. I'm not gonna beg to be put on any, you know, on anything. Right. So right. that's the way I feel, and I've I've always been that way, and it's it's cool, man. It, it, it works for you. It works, dude. You know, I don't beg. I let you know my my uh, my music and talents speak, speak for, for itself. Itself. Right. Um, you know, and I mean, I've, I've been blessed enough to be around and, and be able to make, um, a substantial living and not have to worry, Uh you know, like no, no worries, no stress, you know, not having to worry about 
you know, how things are going to get paid. Right. You know, when right. I, I, you know, so. Yeah. It's been, it's been great, man. The, the music, the music. Um, it's all worked has, out for you. It's like, been, yeah. yeah. Although, um, you know, some people may not have heard of me, uh-huh. but I guarantee like I've worked on a record that you've danced to. Right. Like, like at least some of your favorite At least five, records. at least five of them. This guy. Um, I've worked huh. on and you know it's all good um, with the you know not getting credit uh-huh. sometimes right but you know I'm, I'm fine with that dude yeah it's, it's cool man doing your thing it's like cool. that yeah I, I know a lot and I've learned a lot and you know by being around you know certain people yeah and you know I'm, I'm very thankful and grateful that you know I was able to be a part of that time and got to experience a lot of things, even from, you know, just being in the studio. First occasions um, over at the record plant when when um, he was mixing um, Elephant. Okay. Um, you know, there were many, many days um, and nights of being in there with him and, you know, drinking wine and uh-huh. uh, playing games. And, uh-huh. You know, because they had like Pac Man and right, they had right. the shooting game or whatnot, and we would, you know, just have a, it was a great time. Right. And I was recently actually um, at his studio, uh, and when he was uh, mixing the Beyonce stuff. Right. All so, y'all need to check out. Go research who Tony Maserati is. He actually has his own plugin. Yes. On his own, um, his uh, own, waves, his own right? plugins. Yeah. And waves. Yeah. So talk to me about uh, 3013, man. Where you, you know, where y'all going and, and, you know, to wrap it all up. Uh, so next five years, basically, what, what I, I mean, you know, we started this, this company in 2013. Right. And, uh, what's the significance of 3013? Um, basically a hundred years ahead. We're just waiting for people to catch up. I like that. Yeah. That's clever kids. Yeah. So, <laughs> Um, yeah, we're just, uh, you know, grinding away. We have, like I said, artists and projects that we're attached to Mm -hmm. and, you know, just, um, you know, working, working, you know, our relationships and, you know, to, to just basically put out, you know, good music. Quality music. Now, is that all you're going to do with this company? Because, you know, it says 3013 Music and Media. Yeah, so basically the media, media, the media side of things is like, you know, creating content for, um, artists or, you know, uh, TV networks or, you know, right. it's basically music and, you know, um, media stuff for, uh, film, TV, um, artists. Right. So anything that has to do with, you know, that needs music or right. content, you know, we're, we're here to help. That's what's up. You know, maybe we can get, a what's his name? Mike Rebel? Mike Rebel. Maybe we can get Mike Rebel on, on, on this show. What do you think? Yeah, that would be great. That'd be dope, right? Yeah, and he would he would probably interview better than me. <laughs> I'm not, you know. I told him at the beginning I don't I don't really care for interviews, but I would do it as a favor to me, just because he's my boy, and you know, and I'm thankful that he even asked me. Right. But right. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, he would be great, man. He would be great. You want to get him though? Let's get him in when his video drops. That'd be nice. So can, yeah. Can, so we can you know, show the video. Yeah. And talk about how it all came about. You know. Right. Um, right. That that video in the single um, is with French Montana. It's called Magnum Cold. 
from Lottie or something like that. Is it is that the only hip hop artist you're working with? Right now? Um, yeah. Um oh actually no. Wait. I'm working with Mellow Man Ace right now. Um Shout out, shout out, shout out to um, Man Ace. Man, man, I have I have so much going on that you know I even forget. Like, yeah, uh, Mellow Man Ace been around for over twenty five years. Yeah, I remember him yeah. when I was a teenager, right back in the day. Yeah, yeah, man. So you know, we're basically just looking for that to make that one record that you know basically we just one hit away. You know, one hit away from like you know. Two chain status or whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, and um, we're trying to get. Uh, you remember Shinehead? Of course, I remember Shinehead. We've been, you know, trying to track down Shinehead. I haven't heard that name in so, 25 years. Yeah, wow. so um, we think that he'll bring the element that the record needs. So right. Shinehead was kind of like like reggae, kind of like yeah, like yeah, reggae like rap. A, yeah, like yeah. a dancehall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so, right. So his voice would, would go great on the on the record. And, you know, we're just waiting for that to happen. Right. You know, just basically going with the flow of the universe, man. Right. You know, um, music's supposed to be fun. Right. And, you know, when it gets a little hectic, it's like you just got to be like, you know, step back and let the universe do its work. Right. You know, that's how I mean, it's worked for me. And, you know, that's how I live. So that's what's up. Um don't make, you know, a big deal out of things that aren't in your control. Yeah, don't such small stuff. Yeah, so. Right. Well, check it out. With that being said, as we like to say at Quality Control, if it ain't qualified, it ain't this. Peace. I like Control, captivates your party patrol, your mind, body, and soul bubble, the bell tolls like the rhythm explode, big, bad, and